Hi, dolls. I'm thrilled to have you along for my next project, the So My Mom's a Therapist podcast. I'm actually going to be listening to your questions. So send me your questions in a voice memo to my email address, so my mom's a therapist podcast at gmail.com. Each week, I'm going to be answering those questions along with my TikTok buddy and producer, Andrew. And while you're at it, a great way for you to support this podcast is to rate, review, and subscribe. That helps us grow and reach more people, and it only takes a few seconds. Thank you for listening, and we're so grateful that you're here. Recording in progress. (laughs) Okay, this is episode 12, and you are joining me. Andrew is still on vacation, but I have a guest with me today. Excited to have Svi. Hi. Svi, can you tell people a little bit about yourself? Um, I am a aspiring music artist. I make pop music. I make videos on TikTok. I do a bunch of things. So, but I definitely talk a lot about love and write about it. So. And it, it, Svi and I met because we became TikTok friends. Yes, that is a thing. And we both happened to live in LA. Mm-hmm. And that just worked out. Perfectly. And the funniest thing is, if you are watching the video on YouTube, we have met up twice. Mm-hmm. And both times, I had a face treatment done. So I look like a bright tomato. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> Every time she shows up, I look like a bright red tomato. But I'm like, you know, it's real life. You got to just embrace it. That's what it is. But we're going to wrap up our mini-series today. We're going to wrap up our mini-series on Sprout, how to sprout new relationships. And a lot of this comes out of, I think, my TikTok videos, mm-hmm. your talk to TikTok videos. We both kind of have stayed in, you've branched out past dating, although I just mm-hmm. feel like I live in the world of like dating, relationships, and breakup, which is just a fun place to be. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to something talk- we all relate to. So we all experience it at some point in time. So. Absolutely. I, yeah. I think, and you know what? People are like, well, do you, as a therapist, you know, clearly that's not the only thing that I deal with and, and my office and teach on and educate on. Um, but I have had no need to break out because I feel everybody's different. And because everybody's different, there's always something to talk about when it comes to dating, relationships, breakups, dynamics, attachment, all of that. And so I have yet to branch out. I'm still yeah. just living in, in this world. So we're going to, we're going to start, we're going to wrap up our, our Sprout series and we're going to just talk a little bit and want to hear a little bit about your experience, Mm -hmm. you know, dating, dating in LA, what you've found, dating apps. And then we're going to wrap up by answering just a few questions that we got. And again, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you. You guys have continued to send us um, voice memos. Keep sending your voice memo questions to so my mom's a therapist podcast at gmail.com 60 seconds or less, because that's what we're answering. I get a lot of messages on Instagram and um, with questions. Questions, please put them in a voicemail form and send them my way and we'll keep tackling them. And Andrew will be back next week if you're missing my buddy Andrew as well. <laughs> so, Svit, why don't you start about, because I know you share on TikTok about dating. Mm-hmm. What, what have you shared on TikTok about dating and how did that start? Um, I have a wonderful crew of friends who have all different dating experiences Some thrive being single, some are in relationships, some are married, some have kids, some are just doing... Okay, so we just had to take a pause because where we are videoing, this couple came through clearly on a date. Clearly on a date too. (laughs) And can I just admire her arms for a moment? Did you? So fit. Badass arms. So fit. I couldn't take my eyes off her arms. (laughs) As a straight woman, I was like... Those are the most amazing arms I've ever seen. On my apocalypse team, for sure. <laughs> wow. I 
can't even do one pull-up, and that's my goal in life is just to be able to do one pull-up. I almost wanted to, like, pull them over and be like, come talk to us about dating, because clearly you're on a date. (laughs) That was so fun. (laughs) You know, even watching them, and what is, I mean, you could tell by their body language they were new Mm -hmm. and on a date. It's so cute. I know. There they go. There they go. He was, like, showing her around. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. You know, and she's just kind of taking it all in. I love that. I did, too. I did, too. An afternoon date. Yes. I like an afternoon date. It's actually morning. That's true. It's a morning date. A morning date. We love that. We do, too. Okay. So let's go back to what did you, what have you shared on TikTok Um, as far as dating? What, what have you seen? So it'll be loosely based. Mm -hmm. Um, FaceTime conversations my friends and I have had and or inspired by conversations my friends have had on their experiences dating, different dates that they've gone on through dating apps or friends of friends. Um, A big one is always just like reacting to ghosting and breadcrumbs when someone's ghosted you and like you've just, they try to creep back in later and you're just like, yeah, what is what is breadcrumbs for those that? Um, it's kind of like, to me, someone has ghosted you. You haven't heard from them. Then all of a sudden, they reach back out as if they never ghosted you before. As if things are just, we just picked up where we left off. And it's kind of like, you're not even going to address the elephant in the room of like, you just blatantly stopped talking to me. And that's in the sense that you have at least tried to reach out to them as well, being like, oh, do you want to hang out again or whatever? And then they, like, clearly haven't spoken to you. So, and then they reach back out being like, hey, stranger, or, like, you know, they reply to a story or something of yours just out of nowhere but never, ever addressing, hey, so I stopped talking to you and just acknowledge and taking accountability for that. So it's like they just throw in, like, little things to see if they can just get back in there. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that goes right into that, what we're talking about with sprouting and that sprout of a new relationship. And in the first two episodes on sprouting, one of the things I was addressing was this, like, you know, it's like planting a seed, the reason why yeah. we use that analogy. And some, like, will get water and some will get watered and some will get tended to and continue to grow. And there's other ones that don't get water. And that's like, that's like not watering a plant and then all of a sudden doing a little drop of water and expecting that something all of a sudden is going to magically yeah, grow from and it's shriveled up and you're it's like all, excuse me it's all shriveled it's all shriveled it's all dry and you're like really and you're trying to downpour like a gallon of water on me please exactly yeah and that little plant is like what are you talking about here nothing's grown because we need to change the soil we need to totally. we need to uproot we need to acknowledge that this has been fully yes ungrowable but that, I think that, I mean, this goes right along what we were talking about in sprouting, which is there's some plants that are going to take and there's some that are not going to take. And all those elements have to be there, right? It has to be consistent. It has to be connection. And if, if not, then, I mean, it's like expecting a plant to grow that only gets watered every blue moon. Yep. Like nothing can grow from that. No. Nothing can, I mean, if you guys, dolls, if you could hear one thing, nothing grows from something that is like half watered. Think about a plant. Yeah. Hold that image. You're not going to grow anything, and you're you're holding out hope. And I think this is where a lot of people they get caught in the idea of what could grow, rather than looking and saying this plant is not being tended to. And then they're shocked and surprised when nothing grows out of it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, what has it been like for? Well, first of all, are we are we single? Are we dating? Where are we? I'm in, life? In, I'm in a relationship now. <laughs> okay. Were you in a relationship when you come when you came to LA? I was not. 
What was it? Oh, actually, sorry, I was. And then there was a breakup. Got it. Uh, during COVID. So, so you were single in COVID yes. in LA. Yes. What was that like and how did you approach dating when you decided to date again? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Does that feel loaded? <laughs> well, I have a good story. I, I was on a, an app, which I will not disclose, and um, I started talking to this one person and it's seemed very interesting and would call and we set up a date um, while other conversations with people would kind of just stay in the app or we might match, but then they wouldn't pursue it or like, I'm fine being the first person to say hello and introduce myself, Mm -hmm. like no problem. Um, so sometimes like you just wouldn't even hear back, which is like, it's whatever. Um, but the one person that did reach back out when it was possible to go on a date, we went on a date and mind you, this is like around COVID, you haven't been social. I also haven't been in dating in a minute. I had a very long-term relationship prior to, and then another like one year relationship. Um, So just the casual dating, someone I have never met, no connections with friends or anything like that was terrifying for me. Um, Long story short, I totally blew it. I was like so awkward, whatever. But one thing I did really learn That was wonderful, and I'm so grateful for this man. Um, When I reached back out to be like, can we get a second date? I feel like I totally was rambling or whatever it was. I was just like, I felt like I was like, oh, I really messed it up. And he was just like, no, I think you're amazing. I just don't think this is the right fit. And I was so grateful that he had the courage to just say that instead of ghosting me. And I was like, thank you so much. And I just let it go. I, I so there's so much in there that I love. I, I love that he he spoke up and he addressed it right off the bat. I love that he even was able to say fit. It's not about you or yeah. me. You can have two amazing people and not be a fit. Yeah. And I think I love too where you went with with your thinking there because I think that's so relatable to so many people. This thinking that feels like I've blown it. I've made a mistake. I'm gonna mess this up. And I think when we get into that mindset, it gives us two places. Yeah. It's black and white. It's success and failure. I either did a, it was successful or I blew it. And, and this and this is where it is different. This is not a math exam that you flunked, that you just blew. It simply is to say, how can we have a lot of grace for ourselves to be able to hold this spot? And I think I love that you're sharing this. I absolutely, this is exactly why, yeah. why we are meeting is I think there's a lot of people that could feel that way that are like, I feel like I, with COVID, I can't do this. I feel like I've been in a long relationship and it's like using a muscle I haven't used in years. And that giving yourself space to be awkward, to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable, to rattle, to, to, you know, to maybe overreact. Now, does that mean you like lay it all out there? No, but give yourself grace to use a muscle you haven't used in years. I mean, imagine going to the gym or hopping on a bike when you haven't in years. And trying to do like 26 miles right, right away and you're like, oh. Right. Yeah, that's exactly the image is you all think we, we should be like have been in a relationship for yeah. like a long time and then be able like to hop on a bike and do 20, you know, 20, 50 miles and think it's not going to affect your nervous system at all. Just like your body would hurt and your muscles would be sore. Same thing. These are muscles. We have to give ourselves space to figure it out. Yeah. Space to figure it out. Do you have any suggestion for people on dating apps? I think don't take it personally. I think I think a lot of times some people just even forget that they're on a dating app. So if you don't hear back from somebody, they probably don't even know that they're on it. Um, 
Sometimes it's hard because you can get like around the corner syndrome and you're just, you won't even give someone a chance because you're like, oh, maybe there's someone better. Yeah. Um, I think obviously proceed with caution because safety first, you know, you've, I think, you know, in your gut what's right and what doesn't feel right for you. And, um, I don't know. It's different for everybody because it's worked for some of my friends really well who are Mm -hmm. now married and have kids. And some of my friends are still struggling on, on the apps. So I I think that's, there is both. I think there's all those experiences of it being people really finding somebody that they really love building a life with them and then others really struggling. And that's, I think there's a whole spectrum of it, but I liked what you said in the beginning there, which is like, you know, like there's, it's hard. Like some of them take and some of them don't and don't take it personally. See, I've talked about this before is we have to detach that dating experience on a dating app from our identity and worth. And that's where we do our own personal work. Three relationships for us to cultivate relationship with self, relationship with others and relationship spiritual, if that's also part of your life. And that relationship with self has to get to this point that says, whether I, if, whether somebody likes me or not, I am okay. Yeah. Whether somebody likes me or not, it's not touching on my identity. And that you in dating apps, you cannot take it personal. I mean, it's like you're planting a lot of seeds. Some are going to take, some are not. And it's a sense of like, is it going to work? Is the water going to be there? The soil going to be there? And is it going to be? And there's parts of it you can control and there's parts of it you cannot control. And I think that's where it's hard for a lot of people. I think where a lot of this hatred for men or hatred for women, I'd say I hear more hatred for men. Maybe that's the side (laughs) of TikTok I'm on. Is that, that that doesn't help us because we don't have control over that. All that does is demonize somebody that you want to be with. I don't think that's going to help us in the long, long run, but it's a sense of like, how do I learn? What do I learn about setting up boundaries? Which you need to have boundaries. You got to be able to guard your heart on dating apps because it's not personal. It's yeah. not personal. It's just little, it's imagine like going into your garden, planting 10 plants and then being offended when they decided not to grow. Yeah. It's 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 about as personal as that in the beginning. Yes. It really is. You don't know them, they don't know you. It is not personal. It takes time. It takes time. And even yeah. a few dates in, the reason you're on a dating app means that they're going on other dates and you're going on other dates. And I always say stay away from the extremes. Stay away from a roster where you're seeing everybody that you can't even yep. can't even grow roots. Can't grow roots if you got 100 plants and they're trying to grow at the same time. It has to be manageable. Absolutely. If you're dating a few people, it has to be manageable. It has to also be respectful, respectful people's bodies, depending on what you choose to do. And I think being very blatantly open and honest with each person, if you are dating multiple people, being like, I'm dating other people. Yes. Where are you at? Not, oh, how do you feel about this? Just say where you're at and then ask them the question. Yes. Yeah. And and no too. Two people can be in different places. Yeah. That's okay. You know, you've heard me say before, it's not needy to have needs. It's not yeah. needy to be able to say, hey, we're talking about getting naked and being intimate. Like, are we are we still seeing other people? By the way, that's different than being exclusive. That's yeah. different than boyfriend and girlfriend to say, we're just clearing the pond and that's okay to say. And you can also say to them, if you're not there, that's okay. I just know that for me to go here or to be in this place, that's what I would need. If that's truly what you, what you need. Yeah. 
what I see a lot of a lot of girls doing is a jockeying back and forth, like trying to like be the cool girl at the same time, but get what they need. Like, well, I I, I don't want to be like I don't want to be needy. I don't want to ask a lot of questions, and I want to be intimate because I know that's where this is headed. But they're not willing to ask those hard questions because they don't want to be seen as somebody who's not, you know, you know. But you're also not yourself. Exactly. That's you can't. Are you going to lie for the rest of your life? And that's what often happens. I think often I will say people, I'll say this a lot to clients. Somebody's going to get sacrificed here. Either either you're going to sacrifice, you feel like you're going to sacrifice a little relationship, but if you don't ask those questions, you're going to end up sacrificing yourself. And so it's really, how do I hold on to myself as I enter, as I enter the, the dating, the dating world? Yeah. What do you think about dating off apps? What's your been experience, your experience? And how did you meet your boyfriend, by the way? Um, I, I met him on an app, not on a dating app, but on social media. Um, and we were just like friends. I just really liked um, the content he was making. And he's never once actually pursued me ever. I definitely was like, are you going to ask me on a date ever? It was like a year of just friendship. Um, so not on a dating app, on another social media yeah. platform. And just developing just a banter back and forth and a friendship and relationship yeah. over a long time period. Yeah. Of time. And he, he never once like tried to pursue me or anything like that. And I was just kind of like, what's happening here? Not that like, I assume someone should pursue me, but I'm just kind of like, okay, um, well, I'm kind of interested in him. And I, I wonder what a date would be like. So I'm just going to put my, put it out there. Like you can ask me out, like you can, like if you're interested in that and we went on a date and it was great. When he, when you threw that ball out there and I, I always say threw that ball because I think it's like a test game. Someone's got to serve the ball. Someone's got to start. I know, and he was literally like, I didn't know that you were interested. So sometimes it's like someone just has to speak up and yep. it's not always going to be them because yes. everybody's different, have different life experiences. I don't know his dating history or what he's been through. So I just had to be like, put on my big girl pants and just put it out there. And also... I have friends who are like, no, I love being pursued, but sometimes you just need to tell the person like what you want. Like, I really like being pursued. So I would love for you to ask me on a date or, you know, set up the first one and be like, now it's your turn. You set up the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I, I like what you said, someone's got the, someone's got to start the same. The yeah, game just, a tennis game doesn't start unless somebody picks up the damn ball and serves it over. Yeah. Now, what, I love that because even if you had said, Hey, are you going to ask me out? You know, her, you not knowing where he was at, that also gives him the opportunity either to hit the ball back or to not hit the ball back. And that's okay. But you never yeah. find that out unless you hit the ball over. And that's where I come back to saying, let's imagine for a moment he hadn't hit the ball over. He hadn't reacted or responded in, in a parallel way. Can we get to this place where I can say, okay, that didn't feel super great, but I'm so proud of myself for hitting the ball exactly. over. Exactly. I'm proud because that's the piece I have control over. I was like, I was brave in that moment. I, yeah. I, I did that. No. And sometimes you need to take the rejection because, you know, like when the guy re- said I wasn't the right fit, I was like, yeah, that stung. But I was also very grateful. Yes. And I think that's it's not about avoiding hurt and rejection. It's about learning when I do get knocked down, how do I get back up? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the question a lot of people need to ask themselves, because do you really believe when you get knocked down that you can get back to get back up? 
It's not about avoiding pain and avoiding rejection. It's about, oh, that hurt. I just did a face plant on the ground. How do I get my girls around me? How do I brush myself off and have them help me up? And I'll limp a little and it'll take a little time, but eventually I'll start walking again. If not, you will spend your entire life dolls trying to avoid rejection and avoid pain. And unfortunately, you cannot have a relationship and avoid the risk of that at the same time. Yeah. If you, if you want that road of relationship, family, marriage, there's only one way to go down and you have to risk rejection. So that, we got to shift our perspective there a little bit. nothing's guaranteed. Nothing. nothing. Even if you're married, even if you have kids, nothing. nothing's guaranteed. No. And I've seen it and nothing's guaranteed. So It's so true. It's a risk. You choose every day. You have to choose every day to be with that person. Right, exactly. All right, are you ready to get to some questions? Yeah. Too? We're going to answer a few of the questions that we've gotten from, from you guys. Again, keep sending in your voice memos. Andrew will be back with me next week. Okay, let's, but before we get to the questions, though, like, there's one more thing you wanted uh, that came to mind about your relationship that you thought might be helpful. It was a slow burn. Hmm. It was a slow burn, something that I'm not particularly used to. I feel like... Um, but I, I also wasn't necessarily ready for a relationship either. He certainly was not, or made it very clear he was not looking for a relationship, um, but still okay to hang out. And I basically said, okay, that's fine. I will also, I'm, I'm just going to date other people. Like, I just made it very clear. Um, if someone asks me out, I... I might say yes to them. I might go on a date, you know, um, obviously being respectful for all parties involved and being very clear. And it got, we just like, you know, we still would continue getting to know each other. Um, I think that's an important piece, that sense of like, you can still get to know somebody and be single at the same time. Yeah. Until and that's if been, you're comfortable. Until yeah. you've had the conversation, you are still single. Mm-hmm. And it can go slow and it doesn't mean, you know, the thing is like, there's got to be some kind of movement. So even if it's like a connection, even if it's dating, if it's that sense of it can't be going slow is what grows roots. But if it's too slow and we don't feel like it's growing yeah. at all, then it stalls out. Right. And again, I always kind of say like, I don't put timelines on things, but... Yeah. But as long as it takes a plant to grow is what it takes. You cannot rush growing roots. And what do I mean by roots? That's that sense of safety, connection of like, okay, I'm not questioning things. I'm not wondering if you're coming and going. I'm not wondering about trust. Like that's what roots gives you, a real grounded solidness. Even if a wind comes, we're going to be okay. And it takes time to do that. And sometimes it is a a slow burn. Okay, here we go. We're going to get to some questions from you guys. And this one is from Demery. I am Demarie. I'm from California as well. Um, I just wanted to first say how grateful I am that the podcast is around. I work by myself 90% of the time, so having a good audiobook, podcast, or music is a must. Um, so on to my question, in the spirit of sprouting, I wanted to ask, what is a good way to transition from a platonic friendship into a relationship? I've known this guy for just under two years, but it feels like it's been so much longer than that. We are always there for each other. We're on the same page about everything, whether it's children, religion, politics, the importance of health, and so many other things. And although there have been a few innocent yet intimate feeling moments, our relationship has still remained platonic. And I was wondering, what would be your advice on sprouting the relationship into a romantic one without it feeling um, rest or forced? 
I've been driving myself mad over this for the past couple months, so I'd love to get your guys' advice. Thank you. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful week. Oh, love it. Love it. All right, you want to take a stab at it? I think this is right up your alley as far as what you were just talking about. I definitely had somebody that I was friends with for a long time, and then there was, like, curiosity of could this be more intimate? I think you just got to ask. Just even just being like, would you ever be interested in going on a date? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been friends for a while, but have you ever thought about this? Like, it's something I've been recently thinking about. Do you have any interest in just going on a date? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. If you wait for it to be comfortable, you'll be waiting a long time at all. And so I think we have to, how do I step out in the uncomfortable? And also noticing that we don't, and this is the hard part, again, not taking it personal. It's okay for somebody to be in a different spot than you are. And the other thing is, you were talking about how do you make it not feel forced? How do you make it feel organic? Well, I would say, I actually would say the opposite, which is it's going to feel uncomfortable. It may feel chunky at times or awkward at times because you're doing, it's like you're learning a new language. You guys have English down. You got your friendship down. Your mm-hmm. English language is fluent. And now you're talking about starting French. And so I would leave space for it to be awkward or uncomfortable or even talk about the risk of like, yeah, if we did go that direction, the risk is we could lose our friendship. And how do you feel about that? And because I mean, I hear people all the say all the time say, "Well, let's do that," but we'll always be friends. And I'm like, "Yeah, you try, you try being intimate and having sex, having you, sex and romantic hard. feelings. It can be hard, then, yeah. And then going back to being a friend, being friends, it's it's a tough one, and it's, yeah. it can be messy. So even just talking about the risk of it. Um, but again, I think to what you said, it's like. Someone's got to serve the ball over. Mm -hmm. Someone's got to serve the ball over. I would actually go the opposite, which is I'm going to assume this is going to be awkward. I'm going to assume this is going to be a little uncomfortable because it would be like learning a new language. And even what helps in those situations is actually speaking it out. So let's say you do start to get a little bit intimate and you've been with this person and they've been friends for two years and you start like wanting to like make out and even just kind of speaking out what that feeling is like, oh, this feels a little weird to me. By actually speaking out what's going on in your body, it mitigates it and it brings down some of the pressure it feels in your body. So even just being like, this is, feels so weird to kiss you or this feels a little, and just naming it what it is as you transition over. Yeah. But man, I think the more you think about it in your head and you don't do it, the bigger those thoughts get and the bigger those feelings get. So I would say, how do I take a step forward? And I would even start with saying, this is even really hard to bring up. Yes. That that actually is the entryway to bringing it up is by naming, like, this is really hard for me to bring up. It's something I've been thinking about. Exactly. And I wanted to see where you're at. Exactly. Okay. Hopefully that was helpful. All right. On to our next. Oh, and regardless of what the response is. Like, if he's not interested, I must, well, did she, did, I don't know. I think what, she said, he, whoever, 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 whoever just don't want to misgender anybody. Um, whoever, if they're not interested, it's like to not take it personally and that you, you'll you still have at least that friendship, but you were bold enough to ask. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and that's yeah. what, can you be so proud of that yes. part? Because that's the part you have control over. And again, it's okay for somebody to be in a different place than you. Yes. It's okay for somebody to have different feelings than you. That's not a personal thing. We get so offended if somebody's not in the exact same place that we are. And so leaving space for them to be in a different place. All right, we're going to get on to our second question here. Hi there. Firstly, I want to say that I really, really love your TikToks. Please, please keep doing what you're doing because you're great. Then I want to ask you about one of your TikToks. Um, One which you responded to 
um, some other person, they were uh, saying that they borrowed the personality of the person they are with and they feel like they have no personality. And um, in the response TikTok from you, you referenced the movie with Julia Roberts called The Runaway Bride. And you've talked about this a bit, but I, I, I have a question about the TikTok. So uh, what should I do if I am too flexible and I'm not sure who I am at my core because I adapt and borrow from the people around me? How can I find out who I am and become myself? So hoping that you will hear this um, and respond to my question. Thank you very much. And uh, bye-bye. How sweet is that? I love it. That was a tough question. Yeah. I feel like I borrow from people, but I think a lot of people make up who I who I am. Yeah, so I've learned. there is that sense. And in the movie he's referring to, I know which yeah. video he's talking about, which I was like, oh gosh, I hope I know which video. No, keep in mind, Sfi and I are listening to these as yeah. uh, for the first time. And he's referring to that sense of like, she completely like is a chameleon to whoever she's with and kind of assimilates into a different character to match her partner. And I was referring to the end of that movie where she like sits down with like six different kinds of eggs and is like, I have to figure out for me, what do I like? Do I like scrambled? Do I like poached? Do I like om- an omelet? And that sense of that balance of how do you, you're going to blend with somebody a little yeah. bit, but how do you also hold on to yourself? I would, I would say spending time by yourself and doing, figuring out what things you like, trying different things, but alone. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess that's kind of like where I would start being like, what, what kind of fashion do I like? Or what kind of food do I like? And you can, again, you can end up liking something somebody else likes, but figuring that out for yourself I think just like small small achievable attainable goals like um even just starting there finding out like your personal favorite foods and being like okay I I like these things or activities that only you like that you've discovered and just trying a whole bunch of different stuff and I like to bring in a figure eight a figure eight is kind of like you know like like I'm some kind of ice skater who knows how to do a a fucking figure eight there's no (laughs) but I imagine like an ice skater doing kind of like a figure eight and and that's what we're looking for which is like you can join their world let's let's say they're super into like the rodeo and that's their thing and they love to go so maybe you are just like I have never been to a rodeo in my life Um, I was just talking about that the other night with somebody so that's why it's on the forefront of my mind but saying like you can join their world but then I want to figure it back around where they're coming into my world yes where we get into a little trouble is when you've kind of crawled up into their body and I know we don't like that visual but that's yeah. honestly how it feels and you're kind of like puppeting through their whole world so now their friends are your friends their family is your family the the danger in that not only will you start to lose yourself it becomes too risky because if the relationship doesn't work out you don't just lose them, you lose your life. Mm-hmm. You lose everything you've built. And so there is that sense to say, how do I, and if the word is individuation. Individuation is this sense that says, how do I hold on to my own self? And then I'm not breathing off of them, basically. And that I can say, and I want you, I will join your life and you yeah. will join my mm-hmm. life. And I almost can hear so many people on TikTok. I can almost imagine the comments saying, but I don't have any friends. I don't have that. And I would say, then doll, you need to grow those muscles as yes. well. They cannot be your their your savior to every part. They are not the the catalyst and the gateway to an entire life. Yeah. And that's where we get a little we will you will very much lose yourself 
in the hope of saying, I can't be who I am because I will lose them in, in my entire life along with it. So we got to have things, like you said, you have to things outside of them. It doesn't have to be big things, but yeah. have things outside of them. Connect with other people outside of them. Spend time with yourself. But if you're joining their life, make sure they're joining your life as well. It's got to go both ways. We have to have that figure eight. If you were to imagine right now, if you are dating or in a relationship, if you would imagine, is that figure eight there? And if not, which side is it heavier on? And it's not going to be exactly even. Sometimes one person, you tend to lean more into their life and they yeah. lean more into yours. I mean, if you think about where you spend the night, usually you tend to spend the night more at one person's house than yeah. another. However, we got to make sure at least it's going both ways. And that will kind of bring you back into your room. Yeah. Yeah. Going on dates with yourself too. That's nice. Going on dates with yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Making sure you're doing that. It's a lot harder when you're in it. Yeah. And, you know, I almost, when I was listening to his message, I could almost hear his voice too, that sense of like, there, there, it's more than just what I like. It's more than just like, kind of like, it is that sense of, I, I feel like if I am myself, I may risk losing them. And so your body has learned to just try to like mesh and mold into who they are, what they like. And there's that fear. And that's where I would say right from the beginning, how do I start to build in my nervous system a space that says, I know we're afraid of losing them, but, but we might as well show them who we are right now in the beginning. Because if you start that enmeshment in the beginning, like kind of a chameleon, being a chameleon into their life, it's very hard at a later date to kind of pull into your own mm -hmm. because you feel like they fell for the person who wasn't you at all. So how right from the beginning, how do I just start to almost push yourself up front to be like, sorry, this, this is, is who I am. This is what mm -hmm. I like. If you don't like that, you might as well know now before we get, we get attached Being to each other. Being proud of the things you like and the yeah. different yeah. aspects you can bring exactly. to a relationship. Exactly. Okay. We got to wrap up. I'm so glad that you joined me today. Thank you. Thank Happy. you. Tell people where they can find you. Um, at Svi Music, S-V-E-M-U-S-E. I see. Right? I spelled that right? Yeah. <laughs> on all platforms. Okay. Yeah. All right. So check her out on all, on all platforms. I personally like TikTok one because yeah. that's where I found her, where we became friends. Keep sending your questions, guys, to so my mom's a therapist podcast at gmail.com, and we will keep answering them and hopefully have you back again. This has been very fun in getting your perspective, too, on dating yeah, of course. and relationships. As always, be kind to others. You have no idea what they're going through. Be so kind to others um, and look out for people around you, especially with this season that mm -hmm. we're going through in our world. Is What can you do to make somebody else's day? Send them a text, open a door, look around you. They're there, and those are for us to find. So with that, we will sign off. See ya! See ya!